place for you to dwell here in the reservoir of me. That you would dwell in my heart and I would be in you and you would be in me. That I could fellowship with God here where it's you and me alone. The very glory of God on the inside of me. I want to fellowship with you.
Welcome back. Welcome to the Cloud Chariot of the Sun. You are watching Bezelboo Live. The Principality of the Powers of the Underwater Airwaves of Light. Flooded with the glory as we take back the powers and the authorities power and authority that has been stolen from the believers as we rise to the Mars sphere level of faith but today we are exposing the cabal by the grace of God with the light of the Son of Righteousness Jesus Christ reflecting the glory of the Father within our spirit 
through our heart, our soul, and our mind until it becomes like a crown of glory and a crown of 12 stars. A father or a grandfather's crowning glory is his children, his grandchildren. Like a royal diadem. 12 stars. 12 children that the father wants to wear as a crown. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for these airwaves in the atmosphere being washed by your glory, your presence, Father, by your righteous right hand, your right hand that upholds and supports me, your right hand that holds me, your beautiful rainbow light of your sun. Spirit of my Father, time for you to pick up your confidence wherever you left off wherever you threw it away because of the fear of man or doubt lies and lying things lying signs from the enemy false humility and pride fear of man whatever it was today is the day to repent and pick it back up pick up your confidence Do not throw away your confidence, or it will be greatly rewarded, it is written. It's time for you to take back your confidence that was stolen through lies, through slander, through all kinds of manipulations of the enemy. Arise, mighty warriors. For your light has come. The sun of righteousness is rising within you. Within you and is shining all around you. So let's go. Let's bring you higher today. Through the truth. And the truth will set you free. Exposing the cabal.
in the light of the sun. There is a word used in the New Age, in the occult, through the annals of history. And we've been talking about this topic for a while. Kabbalah. The definition of Kabbalah is something received, instructions, can become traditions, and also mystic secrets. What we've discussed these last couple of months, and for many years now, is how the wicked have used and misused and abused celestial powers in the high places. Oh, yes. The wicked mountain ranges of the evil one. Since dominion of man was forfeit during the fall, and Satan stole through lies, manipulation, temptation and we've been talking about this false mountain range of Satan's kingdom on the left hand side here oh three 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 hey all right all right mm-hmm So this has got to change, and that's what we're doing, by rising and destroying the shadows within, destroying the lies and the shadows in our own soul, inner worlds, outer worlds, the way this universe is designed is the earthen vessel is entangled with the creation of this hologram of the experience of this universe. In order that whatever the condition of man, mankind is, that's the condition you'll see on the outside in the world, in the heavens, on the earth, under the earth. It was designed that way in order that as man and woman rise and overcome the lies of Satan through the blood of Jesus, the word of their testimony, the spirit of prophecy, the spirit, the blood, the word, they overcome. And their testimony is Christ within them, the hope of realizing the glory. He created this design in order that those who rise in that way, through the sheep gate, The offering that God will not despise. Our shattered hearts before him. We rend our hearts and not our garments. Right? We rend our hearts and not our Facebook pages. Amen? Through the cross, through the sheep gate, rising into the sun. Son of righteousness, rising with healing and wings and beams. For the invisible and visible dimensions to be healed permanently by design that 
Anyone who should rise can change the world. By the power of the cosmic glory of Jesus Christ. To become a white rose. Thank you. Righteousness. The path back home. The transfiguration of your spirit by the word. And the spirit in the truth. Realizing the glory within and without. Amen. Overcoming Jezebel, coming into the sun. Staying an overcomer. So what have these wicked people done in establishing Freemasonry Christianity? The occult, the cabal, their Kabbalah, their manipulation of the elements through fallen angels, using the power of the planetary power systems and the luminaries for a satanic agenda because of the fall of man and until the righteous rise in the earth into the sun, leaving the earth's orbit, as Anna Roundtree talks about in her latest Christmas CD. And the righteous rise and leave that orbit and come into the sun and rise even higher than that. It brings cosmic judgment. Healing of the luminaries. The healing of the luminaries. The glorification and taking back and the opening of the seals by the power of the Lamb of God on the throne within our hearts, which means he's risen into our souls as the Son of Righteousness. Amen. Mm-hmm. So typically, when you see the word Kabbalah, just in general, the world of Google, you'll see it spelled K-A-B-B-A-L-A-H. Technical definition is something received instructions, traditions, mystic secrets. And through the, the secrets that Satan stole from God, if you look in the book of Enoch, it is written that God only allowed him to know worthless secrets before he fell. Some translations say stolen secrets, and other translations of Enoch say worthless secrets. So they're stolen, and they're worthless because God only allowed him to know certain secrets before he fell. 
Same thing with all the fallen angels. He knew they were going to fall. Feel fire all over my face now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. And through that, they have wrought destruction in all the earth and mankind and in the second heavens. There are greater secrets coming forth. The Father's secrets, his mystic mysteries, that Enoch, now is Metatron, who wished to know all things, his desire of his heart was granted him. He wished to know all things. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Enoch got the desires of his heart. There are things that God never revealed to the Satans before they fell, that he has unveiled to Enoch, and he's unveiling to the sons of God, and it's a much more powerful substance, and it's used in righteousness, which is the healing of the luminaries, and it's called the secrets of righteousness. Let's take a look. For wisdom has been poured out like, let's see, water. Blessed be the name of the Lord of Spirits. For wisdom has been poured out like water, and glory will not fail in his presence forever and ever, for he is mighty in all the secrets of righteousness. And unrighteousness will vanish like a shadow, and will have no place to stand. For the chosen one, Jesus Christ, has taken his stand in the presence of the Lord of Spirits and his glory forever and ever and after this it will be said to the holy ones to the holy ones remember this the level of holy Jared that's a level of sanctification sanctification as you rise 60 fold above the sun the sixth interior mansion, Jared, the Red Castle, holy. First family wisdom, first family righteousness. Oh, let's take a look here. Let's just back up and start here. The third parable. And I began to speak the third parable concerning the righteous and concerning the chosen. Blessed are you, righteous and chosen, for glorious will be your lot. The righteous will be in the light of the sun, and the chosen in the light of everlasting life. The chosen, right, the righteous will be in the light of the sun, and the chosen in the light of everlasting life. Look at that, the righteous in the light of the sun, the chosen in the light of everlasting life. What is the light of everlasting life? Take a look here. The righteous, right? That's sun level righteousness. Fourth interior mansion of Kenan. Yep. The righteous will be in the light of the sun. That means you'll be in the sun as an ark. The ark of righteousness. The sun of righteousness with healing in the wings and beams. It's the ark of our generation. That's a thousandfold glory. You step into the sun. 
and the chosen in the light of everlasting life. Did we put it on here? <laughs> I don't think I wrote it on here. That's fine. Chosen in the light of everlasting life. That is when you step... See that big bright white light on the chart here? That looks like the sun, but a huge white light. That's Father, Son, the Father of Lights. The light emanating from God the Father. That's so bright. That's the source of all light of... All lights that exist and can exist, have existed, and will ever exist. Father, Son. He is a luminary. He has light. In his light, we see light. Jesus Christ, the image of the Father, when he appeared to Saul of Tarsus, like a bright shining light levitating off the ground. Like Noah. Like Noah on crack, basically. Savior of the world. The begotten Son. Jesus Christ, who came in the flesh and died on the cross for the forgiveness of sins, who was raised to life on the third day, he was resurrected, he overcame all sin and death, he has the keys, he has the keys, he's got the keys to death and hell, and he ascended back to the Father with his blood and poured it out. Pentecost. He ascended to the Father. He stepped into the Father in all his light as the Son of Righteousness. This is the pathway, the lightning pathway back home. The chosen are the ones who will step into the Father. The righteous will live in the light of the Son. The chosen Many are called, few are chosen. These are the testing grounds and the trials and... Those things that will test and set apart those who are chosen. So understand that's what you're facing and that's what you're in the testing for. So don't be surprised if the fiery trial comes upon you, but understand what the rewards are and uh, choose. Because it's worth it. Amen. Amen. Alright. Blessed are you, righteous and chosen, for glorious will be your lot. The righteous will be in the light of the sun, and the chosen in the light of everlasting life. The days of their life will have no end, and the days of the holy will be innumerable. They will seek the light and find righteousness with the Lord of Spirits. There will be peace for the righteous in the name of the Eternal Lord. And after this, it will be said to the Holy Ones that they should seek in heaven the secrets of righteousness, the lot of faith. For the sun has risen upon the earth and darkness has passed away. There will be light that does not cease, and to a limit of days they will not come, for darkness will have first been destroyed, and light will endure before the Lord of Spirits. The Secrets of Righteousness mm, 
And I saw two rivers of fire, and the light of fire that shone like hyacinth, and I fell on my face before the Lord of Spirits. And the angel Michael, one of the archangels, took me by my right hand, righteous right hand, and raised me up, and he brought me out to all the secrets, and he showed me all the secrets of mercy. Jupiter, the secrets of mercy, the revelations of righteousness, the planetary powers of Jupiter, where the wealth is hidden and is currently lorded over by, well, it's historically been lorded over by wicked spirits, evil dominions, fallen dominions. They were angels of dominion and they are the ones who guard and protect the treasure. The gold, the money, the king planet, Jupiter. But Enoch saw the secrets of mercy. And he showed me all the secrets of righteousness. And he showed me all the secrets of the ends of heaven and all the treasuries of the stars. And all the luminaries go forth from there before the holy ones. Thank you. I can hear you talking about the constellations. Thank you. It's important. The fountains of wisdom around the fountain of righteousness is going to make taking Mars and Jupiter a lot easier. Because you have all the stars and the stars and their hosts and the warring angels, the constellations, the prince of the constellations. So it's not just raw like righteousness. Just like that sheer righteousness power but backed up and supported by wisdom so it's a greater armor it's good it's necessary thank you i know i can hear you <laughs> the prince of the constellations is a good friend of mine and we love him he's amazing and he showed me all the secrets of heaven, the ends of heaven, all the treasuries of the stars, and all, all the luminaries, all the luminaries go forth from there, before the holy ones, which means before those who are at least at the level of holiness, Jared Castle, being made holy, as he is holy. Okay. <sighs> I have to keep moving here. Because we didn't just come to talk about this, we came here to expose the cabal. Alright. So, Kabbalah. There's a lot of things the enemy has done over the years to hide things and put secrecy, confusion, scrambling up words. And <laughs> that's funny, I can see the, the sun is moving now onto the windows across from here, making the, the <laughs> sign of the cross with the beams right now. Thank you. Hey. The cross through the sun. Good. 
So one of the things that the occult and the people, the wickedness and the high places in power, right? It says the word of God says that our battle is not against flesh and blood only, but against the principalities and the powers in the high places. All these, the fallen version of things that we're fighting externally and overcoming internally to come out of the fallen angel nature, the fallen angel nature, which is the fallen human nature since Adam and Eve disobeyed God by eating from the tree of Satan. Right, they ate from this tree. Right, because Eve had to eat from Satan as a tree, as a spirit, by obeying him. And then she ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, so it corrupted wisdom. That's why God said don't eat from it, because their wisdom would be corrupted. Yeah. They were not at their appointed time to know good and evil. Alright. So let's just dive in and see what's going on here. The sons of Satan have been propagating lies, working magic and sorcery to manipulate all the elements and all the people and the spirits in their prideful attitude thinking they could even manipulate God. And one of those things, if you look up online and just search, you know, Kabbalah, it's typically spelled K-A-B-B-A-L-A-H. There are also a few other spellings, which we'll take a look here. So, typically you'll see it uh, spelled with a K, sometimes with a C. Christians tend to spell it with a C. Jews tend to spell it with a K. But it's interesting that occultists tend towards the Q spelling with the Q. But not publicly, online, mostly the generic stuff you'll see online is with a K. What, why are all these different little spellings and they add the A or sometimes the H or sometimes two Bs, sometimes one B, sometimes a Q, sometimes an A, sometimes an H. What's going on? Why is there like one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. It's like, second. Okay, so why is there like at least 24 different spellings of the word Kabbalah? I will tell you why. It's to cause confusion and to hide things. They hide things a lot of times in the occult through spelling things differently, misspelling, code words. It's all scrambled up. It's all confusion because they hide they're stolen secrets, although they don't know the true secrets of righteousness. And they do it to conceal their activities. So even if you were to try and find and research and find out like what the enemy is actually doing, 
It's just a bunch of confusion, misinformation, and lies all across the internet, books, news articles, whatever. And it's done on purpose to keep people from understanding and knowing the truth. You know, it's crazy, literally. I'm seeing the reflection of the cross with the sun right now. And it looks like three suns. That's wild. Three suns in the middle of the cross. Amen. So that's how they hide it, that's what they do. But where did they get all this word from? This word cabal, Q-A-B-A-L, pronounced cabal. Where did they get that from? What is it they're trying to hiding? And more, better yet, what is it that they've stolen that they're concealing and twisting and manipulating that they're able to work all this wickedness without major repercussions until the last couple of years? Right. When did everything start to turn upside down? Just the last couple of years since somebody started practicing cosmic righteousness. Like now it's game on. We've got, you know, two people walking in it. And we have everyone in our group that's training for righteousness. It's powerful. So what's going on here? Let's take a look. So it turns out if you look up this word in the Bible... It's listed again and again in the Word of God. So let's take a look and see what the Bible has to say about this word and find out what's going on here. Let's go in investigative, journalistic, righteousness research in the Holy Ghost and the glory and the Son of Righteousness and the Red Castle of Jared. Red righteousness of the blood of Jesus. So when you look this up in the King James Version, it translates as Strong's H6901 in the following manner. To receive, receive, took, choose, held, take hold, or undertook. It also means chosen. To take, receive, or to be before. To take, choose, receive, accept, Accept, assume, to show oppositeness or to correspond to receive one to the other. Cabal, a primitive root, which means to admit, to take literally or figuratively, to choose, chosen, to take a hold of, to receive or to take, to take hold, to lay hold of it. All this working of satanic Luciferian Kabbalah that word that they've hidden and concealed through misspelling and confusion was for them to try and steal the inheritance of the chosen. Come on, the inheritance of the chosen. Do you see what we're talking about here? You're supposed to have rise as the chosen, return to the Father to be as Jesus Christ, to live and walk as he walked. He said, greater works will you do. What has Satan's number one weapon been against keeping people from walking in the calling and the chose, like as the chosen, as the elect, as righteous, holy, elect, as chosen? What's been in the way? There's a reason why no one's done this, except what, like Enoch, Elijah, who got taken up in a chariot. 
most people don't even make it past Jezebel's meat grinder. And they count on that. Where is that? Let's look at that one. Look at this. People barely grow their spirit in incubators, or they end up in these black boxes. Right? Saturn's cube, black box, black religion, white religion, whatever. I mean, we got a bunch of people outside of the tree of life and cosmic unrighteousness and the black sun and the shadows of all the luminaries with stolen light. Attacking the sons of God who are trying to open this up for everybody. And that's just the realistic situation. Like Most people don't even make it off the earth. But this is a time in the season, we're in the seventh week, where the chosen will be chosen, it's written. So you get into the sun, you transfigure your spirit, so you're not little gingerbread guy anymore. You're, you know, angelic in your spirit. Your spirit looks like an angel. You have the spirit of the righteous, and there's the spirit of the holy. Your angel is transforming. And what was the word I got some GTs last night? Google translating when I was praying in tongues in a specific language. I'll read it to you here. It said, because it's not enough to become an angel. Right? It's not enough just to get into the sun and transfigure into an angel, spirit of the righteous. And then I got another one that said, yes, you did your best. So, that's encouraging. I did my best. I really did. God recognizes and honors that. But here's the thing. Our best isn't enough. Which is encouraging because we're, we are approaching miracle territory. I mean miracle territory. Because when your best isn't enough, just getting into the sun and becoming an angel. Ooh, I just saw Angel Flash over the penthouse over at Brandon's. Hey. You can see the skyline that over there. Bright white flash. I see you. We're in miracle terror territory. I'm approaching that here. When our best isn't enough just to become an angel. It takes the power of God. What is impossible for man is possible with God. So that's really exciting. Alright. Alright, alright. What they've done is using manipulation, sorcery, religion, and rebellion, and lies to castrate the human spirit and to keep you from rising, to surrender to false love, counterfeit agape, right? The false, unconditional love of Satan and all his counterfeits and stolen things to keep people from rising into the sun and transfiguring their spirit and to keep them from rising higher than that. They've literally been stealing the inheritance of the chosen. And if you look at the satanic kingdom, what do they call the Pope in the occult? You know what they call him? They call him the begotten son. Begotten son of Satan. The Pope. Everything they have is stolen and counterfeited. All of it. And it's been their satanic Kabbalah, which was their method of stealing the inheritance of the chosen. 
That's good. Hey. So cabal means to choose, chosen, take hold of, or receive the mystic secrets. There are the stolen, worthless secrets of Satan. The tree of Satan. Everything he stole in darkness. And there are the secrets that they never knew, which are the secrets of righteousness, which the holy are told to pursue the secrets of righteousness. Which is, we want this situation over here. We want all this happening in reality. And it's changing. It's changing, but we need acceleration. Alright, let's look again at that root word of cabal. In the Bible. And the Strong's. Look at Strong's dictionary here. They compare it to the Aramaic. Okay. To be in the Arabic. To be in front, opposite. To accept or admit in the Ethiopic. Or especially to go to. To be before, in front, over, against. Hence, to come from before, to come to meet. Right? Coming into that tent of meeting, that celestial tent of meeting. To receive instruction, as Moses went up the mountain, when he went up the mountain, he walked on sapphire pavement, right? He literally saw God and the angels. The whole glory of God was there transporting him into the, th in, you know, to the heavenlies. Moses received instruction. He saw the end from the beginning. He knew, he knew about the luminaries. I mean, the man was born with the sun and the moon inside of him, written in the book of Jasher. And when he ascended up on the mountain and went into that portal of God and ate with God in the heavenlies, on top of the mountain, but not just on the mountain physically, he was transported to eat the bread of angels, the food of the angels, with God and the presence of God in the heavenlies, to come and meet to receive instruction. Right, and this could also mean in the intransitive to be opposed, to stand over against one another. So Strong's number H6901 matches the Hebrew Kabal, Q-A-B-A-L, which occurs 14 times in 12 verses in the WLC Hebrew. So let's take that word, Kabal, and find it in the Bible and read its occurrences in the Bible to see what the inheritance of the chosen is actually supposed to be. Oh yeah, we're exposing the cabal today. They wanted to fight. God's not having it. It is time for the children of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit to take back their inheritance. Diamonds, gemstones, gold, natural and invisible, all of the tangible and intangible valuables that are yours in Christ Jesus in righteousness and holy for the elect and for the chosen and for those training in righteousness, doing the right thing, walking uprightly in ever-increasing measure before the Lord, coming in through the river, Elijah to the roots of David, the river leads to the roots. 
go through Enoch's door, go right up into the sun. No one can stop you. Make up your mind today. Time to get back your inheritance. Amen? Amen. Alright, here it is. Occurrences. Strong's H6901 for the Hebrew root of Cabal. It matches the Hebrew word for Cabal. Fifty loops shalt thou make in one in the one curtain. And fifty loops shalt thou make in the edge of the curtain that is in the coupling of the second, that the loops may take hold, or cabal, one of another. That's Exodus 26.5. Fifty loops made he in one curtain, and fifty loops made he in the edge of the curtain, which was in the coupling of the second. The loops held, or cabal, one curtain to another. What's behind the curtains? I didn't see that. <laughs> it moved. I didn't touch anything. What's behind the curtain? Curtains. Remember this? What did we do last night? Do you remember when we put these rainbows on here? I shared that clip today. This is the second time I've talked about a sun sign or wonder. Or did something with the sun and it confirmed the physical sun in the natural dimension, in the natural realm, showed forth that huge rainbow halo today in Minneapolis. So thank you for that. Through the veil, through the curtain, within and without. Okay. Fifty loops made he in one curtain, and fifty loops made he in the edge of the curtain, which was in the coupling of the second. The loops held one curtain to another. The loops held, or they cabaled, one curtain to another. If you remember, also we've talked about this, that in the occult of Satan, Satan's Kabbalah, Stolen secrets from God, worthless secrets, not the secrets of righteousness, but the secrets of Satan, all his stolen stuff from God. In the occult, they conceal secrets to do harm, right? They hide their organization, they hide their ways to do harm in the earth, to steal, kill, and destroy, like their father Satan, for their father Satan. And all the Satans and all the fallen angels that they worship and they serve. And they're just like them. And they're thieves and they're robbers and they're being exposed today at the sound of my voice. The glory and honor of God my Father. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, fire. <laughs> but in the kingdom of heaven, God has hidden mysteries. And he has hidden secrets. He has secrets of righteousness and the garden of secrets. But see, as when Satan has secrets, he conceals them to do harm. When God has mysteries and secrets, he conceals it for the joy of revelation as you unfold it, as you get to know him and know his ways. It's for joy and, and a blessing and increase because it's the glory of God to con- It's the glory- loose. 
they don't like this. It's the glory of God to conceal, to hide a matter. It's the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it's the glory of kings to seek it out, to search it out, to uncover, to find it. One of these times I was taken into heaven, they showed it to me like this. I looked into what looked like an art class in the heavenlies. And they were showing me this kind of a, an example, a display. It, it was like a, what do you call it, a parable. So in this parable, they showed me this kind of interactive thing. You had an art class, and they showed me the first teacher and the student. And this first teacher was just telling everyone, uh, like an art teacher, they were just telling them everything and how to paint it and how to do it and it was just very like um there was no mystery it was just you have to do it like this and this and that and this is what this means and this is what that means and there's a glory on that to an extent but what happened was the student just wasn't quite getting the picture and they were struggling with the painting so they cleared that one out and then the next one came in and you had a different art teacher, and this one was Bob Ross. And Bob Ross, you know, with his hair and his smile and his happy little trees, was teaching a student. And what he did was he gave the student hints. He taught him how to paint, showed him the steps how to paint it, and instructed him and gave him the word, but he didn't tell him everything. He kept some of it concealed, so that as the student was painting the picture, as he followed the instructions and painted it himself, revelations started popping like popcorn. And when he finished the painting, he looked at his painting and said, Oh, I get it. I get it. I understand. He got the revelation. Because it was concealed and because Bob Ross is a fantastic art teacher. Everybody knows that, right? He got the revelation. See, that's what God wants to do with you. He wants you to have the thrill and the, and the joy and the fun of uncovering the revelation. Revelations of Jesus Christ unveiled within you. It comes together like a beautiful piece of art. And as you paint that together, you and the Father, you and the Son, you and the Holy Spirit, you start to realize and uncover. And that's what we're here to do is unveil to you the secrets of righteousness so that you can have the joy of knowing him. Show me your ways, teach me your ways that I might know you. And these are his ways. Amen. Let's keep going here. Cabal in the Bible, AKA the inheritance of the chosen. And we're taking it back. Then to the spirit, then the spirit, came upon Amasai, who was the chief of the captains, and he said, Thine are we, David, and on thy side, thou son of Jesse, peace. Peace be unto thee, and peace be to thine helpers, for God, thy God, helpeth thee. Then David received them. And that word there is cabal. David received them. He cabaled them, and made them captains of the band. Then David cabaled them and made them captains of the band. First Chronicles 12, 18. Now, King David, you got to wonder what kind of mysteries of God and new covenant grace he was walking in. Because the testimony 
of John Paul Jackson, who I've actually met him in heaven. And uh, he, was, he is really sharp, man. Woo! Man, there's nothing. I got to take a trip to, to heaven and had uh, John Paul Jackson outwit me for the fun of it and to teach me something. And, uh, man. Woo! I mean, getting that kind of, a, getting a rebuke in heaven is fun. If you love. It was seriously fun. I just, I had to, I was just astonished at his wit that he's developed in his spirit with the father. It was amazing. Uh, he taught me a lot. Anyway, that was a cool encounter. But, okay, so think about David. What kind of glory, futuristic glory, was King David walking in? That when John Paul Jackson, if you watch his testimony of his, his stories, one of those times, he time-traveled literally, and he physically went back in time to David's time, and he met David. And he said when he saw King David, David knew who he was and why he was there. What kind of futuristic glory was King David walking in for John Paul Jackson to show up and for him to know who he was and why he was there? Just saying, futuristic grace. Very humble man, King David. He lived in his time and dealt with all the troubles he had to deal with. And he praised God. Even though he was, he was walking in so much grace. So King David cabaled them. That's Strong's H6901. And made them captains of the band. So God, so Gad came to David and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Choose thee. And that word there, choose, is cabal. And the priests went into the inner part of the house of the Lord to cleanse it and brought out all the uncleanness that they found in the temple of the Lord. And into the court of the house of the Lord and the Levites took it. They cabaled it to carry it out abroad into the brook Kidron. The Levites cabaled it. Now they began on the first day of the month to sanctify, and on the eighth day of the month came they to the porch of the Lord, so they sanctified the house of the Lord in eight days, and in the sixteenth day of the first month they made an end. So they killed the bullocks, and the priests received the blood. The priests cabaled the blood. That's that word, cabal. The priests cabaled the blood and sprinkled it on the altar. Likewise, when they had killed the rams, they sprinkled the blood upon the altar. They killed also the lambs, and they sprinkled the blood upon the altar. That's Second Chronicles 29-22. Here's another one. So took, or so cabaled, the priests and the Levites, the weight of the silver, and the gold, and the vessels to bring them to Jerusalem under the house of God. So the priests cabaled, so cabaled the priests, so they took the, the priests and the Levites, the weight of the silver and the gold and the vessels, the silver, the gold, and the vessels, they cabaled them under the house of God, Ezra 8.30. The Jews ordained and took, or cabaled upon them, and upon their seed, 
and upon all such as joined themselves unto them so as it should not fail that they would keep these two days according to their writing and according to their appointed time every year. And that is Esther nine twenty-eight. And those were the days of Purim. Purim. Purification unto being the chosen. Okay. What shall we receive good at the hand of God, or what shall we cabal good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive or cabal evil? And all this did not Job sin with his lips. Now, Job, we know in the book of Job, talks about the constellations, the heavenlies, Job, a perfect man, Job, a righteous man. So he was walking in the luminaries. We know that. That's biblical. And this is a quote from that book. What shall we receive or cabal good at the hand of God? And shall we not cabal evil receive? So they're talking about either receiving or cabaling good at the hand of God or cabaling evil at the hand of God. Which tree in the garden, right? Are you going to, you know? Because to, to the evil, God shows himself evil, it is written. Okay, to the crafty, he shows himself crafty. Yes, yes. Alright. Chew on that. Hear, counsel, and receive, or cabal, instruction. What is that root word of cabal? It means receiving instruction. But which tree are you eating from? It says you have to choose. You can only serve one master. You will love one and hate the other. Love of God, or, you know, love of money, hired hands that care nothing for the sheep that serve fallen false Jesus and if you start to rise to be chosen they accuse you of doing what they're doing which is worshipping fallen angels stars and false Jesus made in their own likeness and image in their fantasies of their minds right okay cabal instruction to receive instruction what does that mean it just means whatever you and your earthen vessel here on the earth what, what instructions are you going to receive? If you eat from the tree of Satan, you'll receive Satan's instructions while you're thinking you're doing the good and perfect will of God your Father. And then Jesus said, like he said to the Pharisees, who were the dominant spiritual authorities of their time, your father is Satan. They're like, Abraham is our father. You notice how they didn't talk about Enoch being their father. Right, they got upset at him. Let's find that verse. You gotta see this. They answered him, Abraham is our father. Oh, yeah, he says, okay, so Jesus said, 
Okay, Jesus answered them. This is in John 8. Let's go, let's start at John 8, 31. And this is in the ESV. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are offspring of Abraham, and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say we will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever, the son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. People say, oh, the son sets free, you're free indeed, but they're still slaves to sin. Insanity. Jesus said right before that, go back up that one verse. Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. The slave that does not remain in the house, the slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are offspring of Abraham, yet you seek to kill me because my word finds no place in you. I speak of what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have heard from your father. Right, they were talking about two completely different mountain ranges. Jesus would go to the mountain and pray, and his mountain range internally and externally were the seven mountains of God. Theirs were the seven mountains of Satan. And that satanic Jewish Kabbalah, the synagogue of Satan. It's the same thing going on today. Wake up. I speak of what my I have seen with my father, and you do what you have heard from your father. They answered him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, If you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works Abraham did. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. This is not what Abraham did. You are doing the works your father did. They said to him, We were not born of sexual immorality. Eh. Right? They're trying to say, like, You were birthed out of immorality. Eh. Right? Because it looked pretty bad on his, uh, externally. Jesus, it looked like his mom, Mary, got knocked up before she got married. She did get knocked up before she got married. It was the virgin birth of Jesus overshadowed by the overshadowed by the spirit of God. But are their carnal brains that looked like immorality? Well, we weren't immoral like you and your family. Oh, yeah. And you know what? We get the same thing. How many people look at my situation with Brandon and say, well, we didn't get together out of immorality like you guys. It's the same demon. I'm going to say this, just not that I have to share this with you, but because I care and I don't want some of you get, to get destroyed, just so you know. <laughs> God is so good. Our God is a God if you've been in the wrong place in your life, like, let's say, being married to the wrong person because of the attack of Jezebel or the attack of Satan on your life, God has ways to fix it for you to walk into your destiny. And I'll tell you this, this is, this is a fact. This is a physiological, natural realm, reality, fact 
that both Penny and I, if you've been following our story for a while, for our new husbands that were from God, God physically restored both of our virginity. Physical virginity restoration. God does that. That's what God does. Haha. <laughs> oh, 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 we're getting personal now. I know. Haha, <laughs> God is good. All the time. That's right. It's the same argument. The holier-than-thou Pharisees accusing what Jesus is doing as something of sexual immorality when it's really the holiness and becoming virgin and getting your destiny restored where Satan tried to kill it. Right? Because I'm sure they walked so... our accusers, I'm sure they walked so perfectly. Right? Anyway, it's just good to know that if you make mistakes in life and you've gotten into the wrong situation because of Satan's work on your life, we actually serve a good God who is a restorer and a repairer of your destiny. Yeah. Not religious satanic pharaoh. Okay. That's the truth anyhow. <laughs> it's the truth anyhow. Anyway, they said to him, We were not born of sexual immorality. We have one father, even God. Oh, I will add one more thing to that. When Jesus Christ married Brandon and I together, it was in this holy mountain range. Yep. Open vision. Jesus Christ himself married us on top of the mountains of spice as the high priest of heavenly Israel, and he put our hands together in marriage as the image of the Father, the Father giving the bride away in the ceremony, in heaven, open vision. And the date was on August 28th. That was the date of that year. Yep. 2019. And guess what? When God the Father decided to marry Penny and Daniel because it was his will for their lives and their destiny for them to be yoked together equally because that's their destiny in Christ. The same exact thing happened to those two. They got transported into heaven onto the mountain and Jesus married them. And, you know, Daniel at the time had no idea until right after that happened and they got married in heaven they came back into their bodies and he was like oh <laughs> okay but for those two god did a sovereign act and he married them also on an august the 28th so now we share the same uh date on the calendar for our re restoration of our true marriages that god desired for us to have and that was his will with the sign of like tons of signs and wonders confirmations witnesses you know Shadrach our prophet he was a witness in heaven and uh, yeah he got taken up sovereignly and saw that and he's super accurate but on top of that the physical restoration of virginity glorifies the father that's why I'm sharing it and also so you don't get destroyed 
agreeing with Satan in your heart against God's chosen leaders of this generation. Because we've about had enough of that. All right. Then they said to him, we were not born of sexual immorality. We have one father, even God. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. For I came from God and I am here. I came not on my own accord, but he sent me. Why do you not understand what I say? It is because you cannot bear to hear my word. You are of your father the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, and does not stand on the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever hears, whoever is of God, hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. The Jews answered him, Are we not right in saying that you are Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. The Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died as did the prophets. Notice how they talk about how Abraham died, but they're ignoring Enoch and Elijah. Enoch and Elijah didn't die. It's in their history books. They're the ones the demon possessed. Are you greater than our father Abraham who died and the prophets died? Who do you make yourself out to be? Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me, of whom you say he is our God. But you have not known him. I know him. If I were to say that I do not know him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know him, and I keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day, and he saw it and was glad. So the Jews said to him, You are not fifty years old, and have you seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. Amen. Amen. That's good. Exposing the cabal of Satan that hides itself openly in religion, Christianity, Jewish Kabbalah, Luciferian agendas, Masonic Christianity, the rulers of this wicked world and the governments through the powers, principalities, and the high places that exalt themselves above the throne of God and they steal, kill, and destroy as much as they can from the sons of God. But things are changing. The sons of God are rising and manifesting. The Son of God, the dawn of day, the morning star rising in your heart. Let's keep going and look at this word cabal in the Bible. 
Through the Strong's equivalent of H6901. Hear counsel and receive or cabal instruction that thou mayest be wise in thy latter end. That's Proverbs 19.20. Hear counsel and receive instruction. Cabal instruction that thou mayest be wise in thy latter end. Right? Because wisdom from above, wisdom that comes down from above is first of all pure. Purim, those days of Purim, in the book of Esther, the Jews ordained and took or cabaled upon them, and upon their seed, and upon all such as joined unto them, so as it should not fail that they would keep these two days, according to the writing and according to their appointed time, every year. And that's Purim, that celebration of their victory of the people of God destroying their enemies who tried to destroy them. Amen. Through purity. Sanctification. Righteousness. Holy and elect. So that root cabal in Hebrew and Arabic signifies, essentially, the relationship of two things placed face to face with one another, and from this come all the varied meanings of the word derived from it, as, for example, those of encounter and even opposition. From this relationship also comes the idea of a passage from one to the other. Right, because the first mention of Cabal in the Bible are the loops of the curtain. The first two times it's mentioned. And I believe that's also corresponding to the two days of Purim. Fifty loops shalt thou make in the one curtain. Fifty loops made he in the one curtain. The loops held together one curtain to another. Loops, circles, concentric circles, wheels within wheels, circles within circles, chariots of divine the chariot of divine revelation. Wheels within the wheels, the spheres. Mysteries. Amen. From this relationship also comes the idea of passage from one to the other. Strong's Greek. So let's look at the Strong's Greek equivalents to Kabbalah or Kabbalah. We have Strong's 496, 1586, 3982. There's a couple of them. 1209, 4327, 5297. And I looked these up. These are all the Greek equivalents to the word Kabbalah or Kabbal, Q-A-B-A-L. So let's start with Strong's 496. This is pronounced Antipipto. So the King James Version translates Strong's G496, which is the Greek equivalent of cabal in the Bible, in the following manner, which means to resist. Remember, in all of our studies here, when we're looking at, at the Word of God, it's a double-edged sword for a blessing or for a curse. Right, because the pathway of the luminaries of the moon, or the lightning of the sun, the Word of God, the double-edged sword, the lightning sword of God, the Word of God that came out of his mouth, Jesus Christ, the sword of God, the sword of the Spirit, is written in the book of Enoch that it's a curse to the sinners and a blessing to the righteous. Bam! And we need these demons cursed out of the heavens and out of the earth. 
So the King James Version translates from 496 Antipipto, which is the Greek equivalent of Cabal, to fall upon, to run against, to be adverse, to oppose, to strive against, to fall upon, to run against, to be adverse, to oppose, to strive against. And the revelation here of fall upon the rock of Christ versus being crushed into powder by it. Right, to fall upon, to oppose, to strive, to run against. So either you fall upon the rock of Christ, or you're crushed into powder by it. And this comes, this word here comes, that is the equivalent of cabal, comes from these two root words. In Greek, that is Strong's G473 in the following manner. Because with for or cause, therefore with in the room of and Strong's G4098 including its alternate Pipto probably akin to G4072 through the idea of alighting to fall literally or figuratively to fall to fall down so literally when it says I saw Satan fall like lightning the secrets of God became a curse to him and he fell like lightning because of pride and disobedience to the throne of God stolen secrets don't think it'll be anything different from you if you want to come here today and steal these secrets you'll fall like lightning everything I'm speaking today will become a curse to you if you steal these teachings without honoring the source you will be cursed in Jesus name it's how things work it's the way of God fire but if you're here as a student of righteousness and you're here to honor God and the vessels it comes through it's a blessing to you it's just the nature of how it is amen the secret of righteousness secrets of righteousness mm, to descend from a higher place to a lower to fall either from or upon to be thrust down metaphorically to fall under judgment to come under condemnation or to descend from an erect to a prostate position right and humble it's like humble yourselves or be cast down like lightning to be prostrated to fall prostrate of those overcome by terror or astonishment or grief or under the attack of an evil spirit or falling dead suddenly right ananias and sapphira I feel fire coming out of my head now. That's how they killed them. The lightning came out of the ark that was in the apostles. And killed them. Falling dead suddenly. A dismemberment of a corpse by decay to prostrate oneself. Use of suppliants and persons rendering homage or worship to one. To fall out, fall from, i.e. shall perish or be lost. To fall down, to fall into ruin, buildings or walls. Right, that's why we're the repairers of the breach in the heavenlies. Through the secrets of righteousness. That the holy are instructed to seek out. To be cast down from a state of prosperity. Right, and you need great wisdom for that. To fall from a state of uprightness. Right, to fall from righteousness. To perish, to come to an end, to disappear, to cease of virtues. Virtues in the sun, right? the place of virtues angels of virtue 
to lose authority, to no longer have force of sayings, precept, etc., to be removed from power by death. Right, so we need them to lose their authorities here, their powers, by bringing judgment, right? Because if man forfeit the place of powers and authority, right, uh, dunamis and exousia was forfeit by man, it takes, it takes the man changing into the spirit of the righteous and the spirit of the holy to take the place and conquer the fallen angel nature and, you know, proving by the blood, being tried and proved as the holy elected chosen so that it brings judgment upon those fallen angels and we get dominion back as far as powers and authorities and then yes dominions and that's let's take a look at that with jupiter real quick because that's on that same spiritual plane is here with jupiter and the dominions That's so why I posted that verse about riches, was it last night, this morning? Oh, yes. Ooh, man. That is a place of the angel of mercy and righteousness. This is the psalm that says, Wealth and riches are in his house, and righteousness endure forever. Right, the gold, the gold of the place of dominion, angels of dominion, instead of demons of fallen dominions. It's a type of angel, right? It's a classification of angels. The fallen ones who lord over and, and hover over the riches that were stolen, that belong to the wicked now, it belongs to the sons of God. So as we take this territory within, it has to be done without and enforced by angel powers. But ain't pure angels of dominion are not going to answer even the sons of God who are walking in righteousness unless you rise to that level internally in virtue and power and authority and in dominion. So as you rise in sanctification, when you get to that level of we're giving up more of that self-nature, that gives those dominion angels the ability to say, okay, this is the word of God. They're walking at this level of sanctification Right, because at every level, there are angels waiting for you to rise. When you rise there, that's when they help you. Right, when you're just down on the earth, it's mostly just like, you know, your guardian angels, angels of helps. And there's other interventions that can help too, but as you rise, it's more powerful help coming because you need it. Because it's, you know, higher level, higher devil. Well, that's one third devils, but two thirds holy angels. Which is why it's more all the more important to see the traps of the enemy, not fall into them, and really do not become a defender of Jezebel or an attacker of the righteous and the holy because it will mess everything up and then they can just keep stealing. It, they're really subtle at the higher level, so you have to be very accurate and very humble and very much just we're sacrificing that human nature. Okay. We gotta find this one. 
Psalm 125. Verse 1 is a song of ascents. But you know Psalm 125 is a song of ascents, but what you might not know in some of the juicier translations here, like the Brenton Septuagint translation, it's called the Song of Degrees, right? What did the Freemasons steal in degrees up to the 33rd degree Scottish Free Freemason, Scottish Rite, uh, Kabbalah, Sorcery, Freemasonry, the Chosen of Satan and ruling and reigning instead of the Chosen of God, and all that crap? Psalm 125. So let's take it back. The Brenton Septuagint translation, a song of degrees, it's called. They that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion. He that dwells in Jerusalem shall never be moved. In the contemporary English version, it says everyone who trusts in the Lord is like Mount Zion that cannot be shaken and will stand forever. Those who are trusting in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be overthrown. They remain forever. What was that secret? Those who remain. Let's find that, because Bobby Connor talked about that this summer. I went to a conference of his. He talked about things offline when they weren't filming that he didn't talk about when he was online. And he wasn't going to tell the people in the room, but he gave us a hint. That there was things in the Bible, hints in the Bible about not dying and living forever. And the Holy Spirit told me, he whispered it to me, when he said that they just have to go look it up and find it on their own. This is what the Holy Spirit said was, those who remain. That's fine. About overcoming death, like Enoch. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. That's in 1 Thessalonians 4. Right, because it says, The dead in Christ shall rise first, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Amen. That's what Bobby Connor was talking about this summer, those who remain. All right. And here's another psalm here. Uh, Wall from riches are in its sounds, and its righteousness endures forever. Psalm, that's Psalm 112, verse 3. Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endureth forever. Alright. And here's one more. Thou shalt never perish. The pierced my hand they pierced my hands and my feet, I may tell all. My bones. Whoa. Okay, that's ooh. Heavy. Heavy, heavy, heavy. 
at Psalm, I think Psalm 22, 6. Archangels, Kamayal. Zadkiel. To help us take Mars and Jupiter now. And restore that which was stolen to the righteous, holy, and elect. And to raise up many into righteousness, into the sun. The sun of righteousness, the white sun. And annihilate the black sun, the black moon. And all the shadows of the planetary power is stolen. The stolen secrets of Satan destroyed. And the secrets of righteousness to rule and reign. With the unveiling of Christ within you. For in him was life, and the life was the light of man. Who is so great a God as our Elohim? The Lord at thy right hand, righteousness, shall wound even kings in the day of his wrath. Thou shalt go upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon, shalt thou tread under thy feet. Their sword shall enter into their own heart, and their bow shall be broken. He gave them hail for rain and flaming fire in the land. He smote their vines also in their fig trees. Smiting of the bitter vines of Sodom and Gomorrah. Of Sodom and Egypt. Behold his face and form whom all things were made and whom all creatures obey. Amen. Thank you. Well, we have a couple more minutes. Going back to you, that the root words of the Greek equivalents of the word cabal, right where we left off here, at G4098, and its occurrence in the Bible, that one to be cast down from a state of uprightness, prostrated or Prostrated in worship, double-edged sword, blessing or curse here. To fall upon the rock, or for the rock to fall upon you and be crushed, crushed in a powder. Authorities, virtues, or the loss thereof, taking back powers, virtues, dominions. And some, here it is in, this, in the Bible occurrence, and some fell, that's the word there, among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. Others fell into good ground and brought forth good fruit, right? Some fell among thorns. Let's look at that. Right? For a blessing or a curse. To receive instruction, the cabal. 
Some fell among thorns, right? Some fell like lightning. And the thorns sprung up and choked them, but others fell into good ground, good soil. And brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. But others fell into good ground, and some brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold, sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. And whoever shall fall on this stone shall be broken, and whomsoever, quote, but on whomsoever it shall fall, it will grind him into powder. Matthew twenty-one forty-four. Antipipto. To be adverse, oppose, strive against. Cites Exodus twenty-six ten, and thou shalt make fifty loops on the edge of one curtain. That is the outmost in the coupling and fifty loops in the edge of the curtain which coupleth the second. Exodus 26.10 And we'll look at another equivalent to the word cabal here in Strong's G1586. Ekligiomeome. Okay, completely butchered that. That's alright. KGV translates this Strong's equivalent of cabal in the following manner. Choose. To choose out, to make a choice. Choice, choose, chosen. To pick out, select, means in the middle voice to choose for oneself. Not necessarily implying the rejection of what is not chosen, but choosing with the subsidiary ideas of kindness or favor or love. This is the level of elect or chosen. The seventh mansion of Enoch. Enoch the man who carried the circles, the wheels within the wheels. The curtain loops. What do curtain loops serve the purpose of? Pulling the curtain open or closed. From Exodus chapter 26, 50 loops you shall make in the one curtain and 50 loops you shall make on the edge of the curtain that is on the end of the second set that the loops may be clasped to one another and you shall make 50 clasps of gold and couple the curtains together with the clasps so that this is the purpose now so that it may be one tabernacle one god one spirit right one body one lord one baptism one spirit one god of all choice choose chosen to pick out select what means in the middle voice to choose for oneself, not necessarily implying. Hey, well, here the revelation here is implying the rejection of what is not chosen. And so, yeah, if you don't choose God going down into the abyss, but at the same time, there will be many children of God in many different of the inner courts, outer courts of heaven. So it's not necessarily implying the rejection of what is not chosen. Between the chosen, the righteous, right, the elect, the, the righteous, the chosen. You have the outer courts of heaven, the inner courts, the holy, the holy of holies, and then you'll have the chosen. And then there is within the Father, we talked about this before I shared this with you. I shared this mystery with you, but I'll repeat it if you haven't heard it. That for the chosen, there is a city within the Father. If you go into the third heavens and you see the father on the throne and you step into him if he permits 
if you are chosen, if you're at that level of sanctification, those are the ones who will dwell in the city of the chosen, hidden inside the Father. Sounds great. Okay. Seventh mansion, the chosen, the elect. To choose, to choose out, to make choice. Jesus choosing his disciples. Choosing one for an office. Of God choosing whom he judged fit to receive his favors. And God separated from the rest of mankind. Separated them from the rest of mankind. To be peculiar, peculiarly his own. To be attended in continually by his gracious oversight. I.e. the Israelites. Of God the Father choosing Christians. As those whom he set apart from the irreligious multitude as dear unto himself and whom he has rendered through faith in Christ. Citizens in the messianic kingdom. Citizens in the city of the chosen within that. City within a city. So that the ground of the choice lies in Christ and his merits only. Acts 15.7 God made a choice among us, i.e. in our ranks. And we'll finish with this. But one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen, that is, cabal, and Mary hath cabaled that good part which shall not be taken away from her. Luke 10, 42. Mary has chosen that good part. Be a merry company today. In Jesus' name, amen. If you'd like to sow into that word in this teaching today, these mysteries, let it be a blessing unto you, to those who give with a pure heart and a cheerful heart, without motive, without the serving of Satan, to be blessed and rise into righteousness and to the degree that you let go of the self-nature and overcome all that is in you and all that is in the world and all that is in the seven mountains of Satan, that you will speak to that mountain, those mountains of Satan, and it will be cast into the Red Sea, into the cosmic abyss. Be blessed as you give with a cheerful heart. And while you're giving, I'll go ahead and read this. This is a line from Paradise Lost. This is about Satan and how he hates the sun. Satan, now first inflamed with rage, came down. The tempter heir, the accuser of mankind, to wreak on innocent frail man his loss of that first battle and his flight to hell, yet not rejoicing in his speed, though bold far off and fearless, nor with cause to boast, begins his dire attempt, which nigh the birth, now rolling boils in his tumultuous breast, and like a devilish engine back recoils upon himself, horror and doubt, distract his troubled thoughts, and from the bottom stir the hell within him, or within him hell he brings, and round about him, nor from hell, one step no more than from himself can fly by change of place. Now conscience wakes, 
Despair that slumbered wakes the bitter memory of what he was, what is and what must be, worse. Of worse deeds, worse sufferings must ensue. That's for Satan. Sometimes toward Eden, which now in his view lay pleasant, his grieved look he fixes sad. So sad, Satan. Sometimes toward heaven and the full blazing sun. His look towards Eden and his look toward the full blazing sun. Which now sat high in his meridian tower. Then much revolving, thus in sighs began. Oh, that, as he looks at the sun, the full blazing sun. This is Satan speaking. Oh, that, thou, that which with surpassing glory crowned. I feel fire coming out the top of my head. Lookest from thy sole dominion like the god of this new world, at whose sight all the stars hide their diminished heads. To thee I call, but with no friendly voice, and add thy name of sun to tell thee how I hate thy beams, that bring to my remembrance from what state I fell, how glorious once above thy sphere, till pride and worse ambition threw me down, warring in heaven against heaven's matchless king. Ah, wherefore he deserved no such return from me, whom created what I was in that bright eminence, and with his good upbraided none, nor was his service hard. Even Satan in his fall admits that his, the service to God is not hard. It is not hard. It is not a burdensome thing. Satan hates the sun. He hates the angel of the sun. Because it reminds him of what he forsook when he betrayed God and fell, cabaled like lightning. And he'll fall again with all of his hordes and all his fallen angels into the abyss forever and ever. To the glory and honor of God our Father and Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, in one.